Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845-800-760-1845-800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. The motorsports world is where legends are made, the unthinkable happens, and barriers are broken. One man harnesses the power of an industry every week. This is the General Tire Down and Dirty Show, powered by Polaris Razor, with Jim Beaver. What is going on? Welcome to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Jim Beaver here. We are locked, loaded. We have an epic one for you today. If you like motorsports of any kind, let me tell you, we are going to blow the roof off this place today, right here for the next two hours we got a very good friend of mine, uh, part, I guess a partner of mine on the eSports side in the, in the Rallycross series, but he is one of the baddest IndyCar drivers on the planet. Three-time pole sitter for the Indy 500. Yes, this is the month of May. Yes, we have practice qualifying going down at Indianapolis, and I have none other than Indianapolis' own Ed Carpenter on the show today, direct from Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So we got Ed Carpenter. Yes, there is one. Then we've got NASCARs going on down there at Circuit of the Americas this week. Yep, that's happening as well. And you know what? It is a road course, and once in a while, road course ringers come in. Well, my good friend Michelle Abate, she is on the show because she's making her NASCAR Trucks debut at the Circuit of the Americas this weekend. Veteran of Circuit of the Americas, making a NASCAR truck debut. Let me tell you, Michelle's got the skills. We are going to see what's going to go on, and she's going to be on the show right here today, hour number two. And then we've got making her debut on this show, a very good friend of mine, my Polaris Razor teammate, who's coming off a massive win at the Baja Nevada race. Maddie Wedeking is on the show, and uh, she's going to be a couple of segments in hour number two as well. So we got Maddie, Michelle, Ed Carpenter, lock loaded, boom. It is all here this week right here on the Down and Dirty Radio Show. I've also got a couple of segments to open up the show here in hour number one. If you are uh, got any fan questions, hit me up over there on the Twitter machine, at JimBeaver15. I know a lot of you like to DM me on the gram, slide into those DMs. You know what? I don't check them when I'm live on air, but I do check them, so uh, those might get cycled into the show next week. But this week, you want those questions answered, hit me up at JimBeaver15 on social media. And uh, just want to give a shout-out to all of our troops overseas 
that are doing their thing so I can do radio, that are listening on the American Forces Network. Thank you for all you do for our country, as well as all of our listeners on SiriusXM, Sports Byline, and all across the net. Thank you, guys, and we'll uh, be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Whether you're looking for a tire that balances high-performance responsiveness and traction in wet and light snow conditions, excellent handling and traction in wet and dry conditions, or a summer performance tire designed with a driving enthusiast in mind, Gentle Tire has you covered. From the all-new G-Max RS to the Grabber ATX, no matter what you drive, General Tire will get you where you're going. Learn more at GeneralTire.com. General Tire, cruising with the Down and Dirty Radio Show since 2012. You want extreme performance, reliability, and the most fun you can have on four wheels? The Polaris Razor brings it to you. But you don't need to take my word for it. You can take theirs. I'm Tanner Faust, and I choose the Polaris Razor because it's the most fun you can have with a steering wheel. What's up? I'm Ronnie Renner, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the sickest, most reliable side-by-side on the planet. What's up, everybody? Heavy D from Diesel Brothers. Listen, I'm on Team Razor because it's hands down the best piece of machinery on the planet. I'm RJ Anderson, and I choose Polaris Razor because it's the most fun, most capable machine. Action sports stars, TV personalities, and some of the best race car drivers in the world all choose Polaris Razor because it's the ultimate combination of power, suspension, agility, and fun. Find out more information on the web at PolarisRazor.com or follow at Polaris Razor on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and use the hashtag RazorLife to share your story. Conditions off the pavement are always changing, so why settle for a light bar that just turns on and off? The Rigid Adapt is a revolutionary new light bar that will automatically select from eight beam patterns that range from a widespread 90-degree flood to a 15-degree spot based on your vehicle's speed. Try that with your knockoff light bar. A dash-mounted controller allows the user to toggle between adaptive mode, beam patterns, and RGBW accent lighting. With Adapt, it's easier than ever to own the night. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey in fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. Now they're going all-in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big, balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over 100 years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachron, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at Vision Wheel on social media to learn more. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Jimmy over here kicking things off in an all-killer, no-filler episode of your favorite action motorsports radio show. Myself, it has been a crazy couple of weeks. 
I know we've had a few re-airs of the show nationally. Those of you online listeners, I know there hasn't been a fresh one in uh, in a week or so because, uh, yeah, I've been out racing. We've uh, had two races in two weeks for me, and it's been uh, been kind of crazy. We got this new race car at the beginning of this year, and, uh, man, this thing is just an absolute bullet of a Polaris Razor. And, uh, you know, it's got those general tires on it, too. We will throw that in there. But, um, yeah, it's just been a whirlwind season. You know, everything we thought we were going to be doing this year, we're not. And we're doing a bunch of events we didn't think we would be doing. And we find ourselves in a points battle for the unlimited championship in UTVs in Best in the Desert. Um, we had Silver State 300 uh, two weeks ago. Um, I think at one point we had the lead on that by a few seconds uh, on corrected time, and then uh, things happened. Uh, we ended up blowing a belt and uh, took us out of the running for a win. Ended up uh, battling back to fifth place. Uh, then uh, you move uh, to the Baja Nevada race two weeks later. Team went back. We had a complete all-around thrash fest to get this car ready uh, to get all the way to the ground. And when we prep a race car, it's not just like wiping it off and uh, changing the oil. I mean, you got to take it all the way down to the frame. And, uh, you know, and then once you get it down to the frame, you got to replace all the parts, bring it back up, make sure it's all clean, go and test it. We had a week and a half to do this. Normally, this is like a... uh, a month process. We had to do it in a week and a half. So it was all hands on deck, expedited, get everything ready to go for the race, uh, things like that. And uh, it was uh, absolutely, it was an absolute gnarly, gnarly couple of weeks. We get up there to Baja, Nevada, and this is the longest, actually the longest race in the United States from what I understand, motorsports race. Eh, I think you've probably got Cannonball Run or something like that. It's longer. I don't know. But um, like 600 and... Uh, what is it, 630, 635 miles, something like that, over two days. Uh, stage race, kind of rad. You got the layover night, so um, race one day to the finish line. Then you get a chance to reprep your car, work on it, and you turn around, and uh, the next morning you restart, and uh, you run another um, another leg of the race. So it was like 300 and uh, – I think it was 330 miles one day and like 340 five miles the next day, something like that. Uh, it was a long, long race. We ended up uh, at one point on day number one, I believe we had a 28-minute lead over the next car. Um, thinking we would have it in the bag. We ended up having a few uh, four-wheel drive electrical issues um, and, uh, you know, ended up uh, finishing that day in, I think, third spot. And we were like an hour and 45 minutes down. Day two, uh, we thought we had things fixed. The gre- little electrical gremlin came back. Um, you know, caused us to run in two-wheel drive most of the day. We had to get it to the finish line. We got most of our time back except for like 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Um, I don't know, something like that, somewhere in that ballpark. Don't hold me to it. But anyways, ended up uh, second at uh, Baja, Nevada. So a uh, great run. Stoked to be on the podium. Uh, you know, running almost, you know, 650 miles. It's a long, grueling race. This Polaris Razor was on point. Um, but yeah, that has been my last two weeks. That is why uh, you have been having been hearing my voice online nationally. Yes, you have been hearing it, but uh, we've been running those races. Uh, stoked to have Maddie Wedeking on the show this week. She uh, won the naturally aspirated class. I run unlimited. She runs in the NA class uh, in her uh, 1000 Polaris Razor, and uh, she ended up taking the victory in that class. And stoked to I'm sure we're going to talk more about Baja Nevada um, with uh, her on the show, uh, mainly because she just walked away as a big winner, right? So yeah, that's going on uh you know in addition to that it's just been uh, uh it's been madness on my end i mean in the motorsports world there has been as well i think in the next segment i've had a lot of you want me to talk about the monaco grand prix uh some x games rumors stuff like that so we're definitely uh going to uh definitely going to uh, dive into that talk as well um but uh man it has been uh it's been kind of a crazy 2021. I know things started out slow out of the gate. 
we we're kind of feeling that COVID hangover, that lingering COVID. And I feel like in the last two weeks, we've literally just been able to blow the roof off of things. Um, you know, motorsports is by and large kind of getting back to normal. Um, all the events I've been at, I mean, uh, you know, if spectators are starting to come back, people are starting to come back. A lot of mask requirements are starting to be removed. Um, it is definitely all in a positive direction. I know uh, last two weeks, what na- nationwide uh, CDC uh, announced, you know, if you've been vaccinated, you don't have to wear your mask, things like that. And, um, I got to tell you, as a 2021 that we thought was going to move slow, things like the Mint 400 got delayed till uh, till later in the year. Long Beach Grand Prix delayed till later in the year. I know NHRA they've been juggling their schedule around as well. Uh, that got delayed till later in the year. I mean, King of the Hammers rumored it wasn't going to happen, and it ended up happening. Uh, so there has been a lot, you know. So you start the year with that, you think, ah, man, we're in for another 2020, right? This thing's going to be a drag, and then boom, 2021 comes out swinging. Firing on all cylinders, uh, you know, about the springtime, I think we really started hitting our stride. And I got to tell you, I am excited for the rest of the year. I'm looking at the fall, though. All these events that were taken from the spring and moved to the fall. Man, have you looked at the fall calendar? I don't care if you're talking off-road. I don't care if you're talking trade shows. I don't care if you're talking IndyCar, NASCAR, NHRA. It is going to be a rowdy fall. I mean, I feel like August things start ramping up, and you hit the 1st of September and Labor Day weekend, it is like gas on, game on. It is going to be one wild 2021 this fall. I'm looking at my schedule going, I'm on the road about every single weekend. I think most everybody in motorsports is. Uh, You know, we've also got what uh, Nitro Rallycross kicking off. We haven't even talked about that. That's kicking off. Their entire season is in the fall. I'm like, man, how is everybody going to manage to get all of this happen in the fall? If you are a motorsports fan or an action motorsports fan, it's going to be nuts. With a capital N, nuts. Um, you know, it's, uh, I don't even know how to put it, but, uh, for those of us who kind of drudged through 2020, a guy like me who, who saw his frequent flyer miles, thankfully American airlines, I I've got status. I don't know what it was elite status and nobody flew last year. Right. So everybody was going to lose their elite status. Like, all right, we're just going to let you to continue to have your elite status for one more year. And then in 2021, if you do enough flying, we will give you that, you know, you'll continue to retain it. Thankfully, I didn't lose it because I should have because I didn't fly at all last year. But, you know, this year I was looking at the start of the year going, I'm going to lose this. And and I get free bags, for, you know, free upgrades, all kinds of free stuff. And I'm like, man, I really didn't want to lose that. I was like, ah, I'm going to lose it. Now all of a sudden looking, I'm like, I, no way I'm losing this thing. My 2021 is going to be nuts. You know, I, I've been talking with a lot of brands, you know, most companies in motorsports, retail companies, parts companies, tire, wheel, oil exhaust whoever you're talking about they've absolutely had banner years um you know i know consumables i mean computers action sports skateboards are sold out everywhere bmx bikes frames i mean i've been trying to buy a new snm 22 inch frame and it's been like pulling teeth for the last year i finally was able to get it but you know everybody's been killing it everybody's been slaying it and uh you know and you know for what we thought was going to be doom and gloom and dark and don't get me wrong i mean you know this whole covid thing was it was a real deal and there's some people lost their lives and some people got really really sick but 
man, you want to talk about a shot in the arm. I mean, you know, look at real estate, look at the car industry. I mean, things are just absolutely nutty. And if you're a motorsports fan, this is good. Brands got money to spend on sponsorship. The auto manufacturers got money. The tire companies got money. Like this is a great thing for motorsports. Not only that, but people are, were consuming content like crazy last year because that was all there was to do. So uh, you know, now people that have, uh, you know, that have come out of this, they've been sitting at home for a year. Now everybody wants to go to the racetrack. They want to go to events. They want to go to concerts. Um, man, I I don't even know what to say other than. Uh, uh, you know, I know we're in a bit of a bubble, but uh, if this bubble doesn't burst and we can ride this roller coaster, even if it does burst, continue to push on. I don't know if it's going to be a bad, as bad a burst as we saw in 2008. Like, man, the motorsports industry, racing, race fans, the auto industry, everything about power sports, um, action sports. Man, we are sitting in such an amazing position right now that we haven't been in in so long i mean look at the indy 500 it almost didn't happen last year every year it's a struggle to get a 33 car field here we are this year we've got over 33 we've got 35 we're bumping cars for the first time in a long time i don't want to say in a long time but i mean we got more entries than they know what to do with for an event that they didn't even think was going to happen last year so uh, man it is uh, definitely good to be in the racing business it's definitely good to be in the motorsports business. And uh, if you're a radio host and a TV personality like me, um, yeah, you're not complaining either. So uh, uh, great stuff. Uh, we got another segment. Once again, you got questions for me. You want me to chime in on something in the next segment. You got a question for one of our guests. Hit me up on Twitter at Jim Beaver 15. I would love to, uh, I would love to talk to you. I'd love to uh, get to get your questions uh, answered on the show. So uh, definitely hit me up, keep me in the loop on what you want talked about on the show. And uh, we will get those in the upcoming segments with that. I'm going to take a short commercial break. I know next segment, we definitely are talking Monaco Grand Prix and X games and probably a whole hell of a lot more. So uh, yeah, we'll be back after this right here on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by police. Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health 
health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Yes, it is the month of May, and I gotta I gotta be one hundred percent honest with you. I'm recording this radio show and I got this big sixty-five inch television here in the radio studio, and uh, we use it for various things. But right now it is tune in to watch uh the IndyCar practice. This is a fast Friday. This is where they crank up the boost and uh, they unleash these cars. Right now, Scott Dixon is uh up front, two hundred and thirty miles an hour. And his uh, Ganassi teammate, Tony Kanaan, is at uh, 230, just a hair shy of uh, Dixon as well. So I'm looking at this, and uh, you got to talk about uh, Tony Kanaan. This guy, you know, went to Foyt. A lot of people say, uh, you know, that's, you know, there's a lot of veterans that go there kind of towards the way out of their career. AJ does a great job with uh, with drivers and, and uh, keeping their careers alive. And uh, Tony, man, back with Ganassi, things open up there, and... Talk about a swan song for him. Got a real good chance to win uh, some races in the Indy 500 is, uh, you know, in his last year of his career or one of the last years of his career. So, uh, yeah, great uh, great to see him up front. But I'm watching this. I've been glued to it all week. And one thing you can say is, you know, NBC Sports, they've had some struggles. Sounds like it's going away. I know Supercross moved to Peacock. Uh, IndyCar is, and they're doing a phenomenal job with uh, the month of May. So uh, if you don't have, and the Peacock app's free, I think that you can upgrade, you know, and I've got the upgraded premium, I think it's like nine bucks a month, something like that, but got that just basically for Supercross and, uh, and you know, and uh, as well as uh, IndyCar, and uh, well, I got to say, they got WWE Network there, so yeah, a lot of reasons for me to have Peacock, but anyways, I don't even know why we got on this, but I am currently watching IndyCar practices uh, as I record this, so if all of a sudden I pause or I say something something crazy just know what's going on on a 65 inch tv um i'm looking at my radio monitor which is 27 i got a 65 inch monitor over here with indycar so it's like i got monitors for days going on right now in the studio and uh definitely the uh, opportunity to get sidetracked with indycar going on but i will say this is a weird year for me because normally 
I am here at Indianapolis Motor Speedway with all this going on. I love the month of May. I love Indianapolis Motor Speedway. I didn't go last year because of COVID. They moved it to, uh, what, August it was. Uh, and this year, you know, obviously I'm not back there because mainly I, I raced Baja, Nevada, and I uh, had that going on. So I don't know what to uh, what to say, but it's weird. Two years in a row, I'm not at Indianapolis Motor Speedway, and I can promise you I absolutely 100% will be next year. But that being said, we do have a big, heavy IndyCar show this week and next week, and we'll probably splice them all together in Project Action. So uh, a lot of you fans love our indie shows, and trust me, we are definitely ha- having our indie shows. So all that happening, um, we've also got one of the biggest open-wheel races of the year happening this weekend, which is weird. Normally... The biggest day in motorsports is Memorial Day weekend, that Sunday. You've got uh, the Monaco Grand Prix, the Indy 500, and then you turn around and you have the Coca-Cola 600. This year, Monaco Grand Prix moved the weekend before. No idea why, but they did. They broke with tradition. I hate it, to be honest with you, but... The Monaco Grand Prix is happening this weekend. I am going to be tuned in on Sunday. Those of you tuning in on Sunday on SiriusXM, yeah, race is probably already passed. I'm recording this on a Friday, though, and it has not. And uh, I've been reading a lot uh, on the Monaco Grand Prix. Uh, a lot of you may be tuning in for off-road content, stuff like that. We'll get to that later, but this show I get to talk about whatever the hell I want to talk about. Right now we're talking about Monaco. I don't talk a lot about Formula One on the show. Chris and I do when we get to power rankings. But today I want to talk about Monaco Grand Prix. I, ever since I was a kid and wasn't even a Formula One fan when I was a kid, I watched this. This, to me, is along with the Indy 500 and uh, Baja 1000. And uh, I'll throw Cranon in there, Daytona 500, Le Mans, the 24 hours of Daytona, we'll throw that in there. I mean, there's a few events that are just iconic. You don't change them. Monaco is the crown jewel of the Formula One calendar. Been a lot of talk about drivers hating this track. Well, they, nobody hates it, but uh, as a fan, this is one you want to go to. This is uh, absolutely one you want to go to as a fan. You know, it, it, you've got yachts, you've got uh, you know everything that there is about Monaco, and uh, you definitely want to uh, to go to this one. You know, and uh, as a driver, this is one you want to win. Um, so I'm looking at this thing, and and you know, and the biggest problem is is this has been this is basically a time capsule race. This is the same track they ran 50, 60 years ago, um, and it ha- and because Monaco's grown up around it, there's not a lot you can do to change it, right? I mean, it's through the streets of Monaco. It's kind of like the Long Beach Grand Prix, unless you break with full tradition and take it and transplant the track someplace else. You can't really change the layout of it. Well, Formula One cars are infinitely bigger than they used to be. So it's made the racing not as good. Qualifying becomes the race. You know, in the race, it becomes a lot of follow the leader. Overtaking, you know, passing is tough. It's tough in Formula One. It's got better. Monaco, it's damn near impossible. Um, so with all that being said, you know, you got the Monaco Grand Prix going on. And, uh, you know, there's rumors that they want to change it. I'm like, don't. You've got all these other amazing events on the Formula One calendar. Leave Monaco the way it is. Leave it is that just staple event that is just different it's the only true street course left on the on the formula one calendar i know uh, obviously miami uh is going to be a street course as well but i'm like just make it different leave it different it's okay to be different we don't need another cookie cutter may you know if qualifying is the race that's fine you know you know if you went on lead on you get the pole in qualifying at monaco you got a real good shot to win the race because it's going to be really hard to get around you if you're, you know, even somewhat remotely competently quick. Pit stops become, you know, key. 
uh, you know, staying out of the wall. Like Monaco is special. It's different. It's different than anything else on the Formula One calendar. Like, why change that? I, I don't get they're talking about, well, well, we'll make people run like the same tires the entire race. Um, maybe we'll change the track a little bit. We'll make qualifying different. Like, just leave it. Why? It's been this way forever. It's iconic. It'd be like, oh, Indy 500 is boring. Let's, let's shorten it to the Indy 250. Why? It is what it is for a reason. It's been there. It's a time capsule. Make it the same. Leave it the same. It's still, you know, if a driver wants to win at Monaco, it's it's special. Like, I don't understand why you would change that. I don't. I don't get it. You know, you don't change greatness. Monaco's greatness. Change any other event on the Formula 1 calendar, nobody's going to care. Monaco, I care. Fans care. People care. I tune into Monaco to see the backdrop to see all the people, to see the yachts, to see the harbor there, you know, like to see the streets and then wind through. Like, it's so, it's so awesome. Like, I don't care if there's not as much passing at this race. I wanted it at others, but this one, no, not so much. Like, I don't know. I'm pissed that they even changed the weekend. You know, they changed the weekend and I'm pissed. Don't change the race. So, uh, I don't know. I would love to hear what you guys think about the Monaco Grand Prix. I'm going to be tuned in. This is the one Formula One race, one race every year I do not miss. Never miss this one. That says something. I'll miss the U.S. Grand Prix on TV. Don't care. Monaco Grand Prix will not miss it. I'll get up at 3 a.m. in the morning if I have to to watch this damn thing. Like, I do not miss Monaco ever. I don't want to watch it on, on record. I want to watch the damn race. Period. Hands down. End of story. I want to watch the race. So, um... Yeah, Monaco Grand Prix this weekend. Weirdly enough, not on Memorial Weekend, but I will be tuned in this Sunday regardless of how early I have to get up. Um, yeah, I may <laughs> may have to have a stiff drink that early in the morning but uh, to wake myself up, but we will be tuned in to the Monaco Grand Prix Sunday. So I want to know who else will. Hit me up at Jim Beaver 15 Let me know. So Monaco happening this weekend. Uh, we haven't really caught up on a lot of news, results, rumors, things like that. I do want to give a shout-out, though. Uh, my buddy Harley Lettner grew up with Harley Lettner. He's become one of the baddest trophy truck off-road drivers on the planet. Um, he just won again at uh, Baja Nevada. These guys are undefeated uh, in twenty, you know, in in twenty twenty one. And I gotta say, they are just on a tear. Uh, I gotta give a shout out to my boy Harley. Uh, so proud of him. Uh, if you know his his background and everything else, like this kid is, you know, he's on top of the world right now with his racecraft, and uh, they are just absolutely slaying people, and they deserve it, man. This team has put in a ton of work, so just want to give a shout-out to my boy Harley before we switch gears. We'll definitely talk about Baja Nevada and some of the results later on. But X Games, if you search the Internet right now on 2021 X Games, you're not going to see anything. You're going to see Aspen, Colorado, Winter X Games. You're not going to hear anything about summer. Uh, it is moving away from Minnesota. That is known. Um, and it's going to be where, you know, where is X Games going to end up? It's for sale currently. Yeah, it's for sale. The entire X Games property, I've heard like $50 million are asking for X Games, right? The naming rights, the events, the whole the whole works. You can own X Games for like $50 million. Do I think it's worth it? No. Um, <laughs> that's a tough sell. But you can own X Games, but it's still got to continue on. Everybody's been wondering, where's it going to go? Where's it going to go? It's moving away from Minnesota. They had their run. Unfortunately, one of those years was COVID, but they had their run, right? Where's it going to go? I am hearing rumors. You can't see it online, but I am in some private action sports groups on Facebook. Rumor has it that X Games 2021 
is going to end up back in San Diego. Not San Diego like we saw. I saw I'm saw. i here in North County, San Diego, which to me is interesting. Uh, North County, San Diego, that's very close to Tony Hawk, Brian Deegan. A lot of these legends uh, live in North, you know, around North, in North County or around North County or within that vicinity, even if they're not technically in North County. Um, you know, Tony Hawk, you know, you got Temecula, uh, Escondido, Lake Elsinore, like that, you know, and, and obviously some of those aren't in North County, but I'm just looking at it going, man, this is, uh, this is interesting. San Diego to me was probably some of the best X games ever were held in San Diego. Um, this is, uh, you know, San Diego's definitely legit OG action sports. I'm hearing rumors. I don't know if that's 100% for sure the case, but, uh, to me, uh, I'm kind of excited about that. So, uh, we'll see what happens, but those are the rumors I'm getting. You can't find them online, but if I hear more, I will let you guys know, but it has been a hot button topic on the show. Where's X games headed? And that is what I'm hearing right now with no you know, it's not substantiated, but I'm hearing that, and I got to think uh, there could be some truth to it, and it would be a ma- very smart decision on behalf of X Games if, in fact, they do choose to have it anywhere in the San Diego area, North County, or regular San Diego. Anyways, we're going to take a short break. Ed Carpenter on the show after this on the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'm Polaris rider Jim Beaver. I race trophy trucks professionally, host a down-and-dirty radio show, and also travel the country announcing motorsports events. I've seen it all, and trust me, I've done most of it, so when it comes time to relax on the weekend, nothing is better than taking time with my family in our Razor vehicles. They've got the reliability I need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain. If you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands-down most capable off-road machines in the world, look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris. Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. When looking for a new wheel for your off-road vehicle, car, truck, or UTV, the choice is easy. You choose what the pros use. Rob McCachran, Keegan Kincaid, and myself, Jim Beaver, all exclusively use Vision Wheel, whether we're dominating Baja, taking the cup at Cranon, or shredding UTVs. Vision Wheel's trend-setting designs and durability will set you apart from the competition and your friends. Check out visionwheel.com or at visionwheel on social media to learn more. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for 
15% discount. Life is all about sound. The sound of sports. The sound of the racetrack. And the sound of your vehicle. Don't drive around listening to this. Drive around listening to the sound of performance. Gibson Performance. Gibson Performance Exhaust is the company who can turn this into this. Remember that life is all about sound, and Gibson Exhaust is the sound of performance. Check out your next catback exhaust system, headers, muffler, or UTV exhaust at GibsonPerformance.com and get more power and more sound. Like what you hear? Catch all the back episodes of the Down and Dirty Radio Show on Apple Podcast, and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to uh, welcome my good friend Ed Carpenter to the show. Ed, month of May, Indy 500, and uh, I, I guess first off, you guys have had some good success so far in practice. We'll talk about that in a minute, but... How's it feel like to be running the Indy 500 in May again? I know last year, uh, you know, it was a little bit of an odd year, but uh, it's got to feel good for you to be actually back in May in your hometown at Indy. Uh, it's awesome. You know, doing this last year in August with, with no fans here, nobody here, it was pretty depressing. You know, I've shown up for opening day and having fans waiting in the garages to, to get some autograph signs in the past couple of years where they – you know, weren't around. It, it was an amazing feeling for us, and and I think for them. So, so excited to be back going again. It's been a it's been a good start to the week so far for for all three of our cars. So, just trying to to keep it rolling. Yeah, you know, and how is it, especially this year? You know, that you got a little bit. You know, last year it was the same way, but uh, there's more races at IMS. I mean, obviously, I've been there, and your your shop is literally, I mean, about as close to IMS as you can possibly be. I mean, how is this for you having, you know, being in your hometown track, having a couple more races? I mean, obviously, it makes some of the travel costs and things like that a little bit easier on the program. But you know, how is it having events that close to home and knowing that the shop's right there in case something does you know, happen that's not exactly ideal? Uh, I mean, it's awesome. You know, for the most part, we don't really need to go back to the shop, even years where we've been in an unfortunate situation of crashing a car. We pretty much bring everything here to the speedway that we need to handle just about anything. Um, But, you know, growing up here, I've lived in Indy since I was eight years old. And the, the local support that I get from the community, you know, it, it's, it's a boost for sure. You know, I, I think I've always felt it, but it came more apparent now after not having anyone here last year, just, just having, having people around that, that you've gotten to know over the years or, or people that we know my kids go to school with or that I grew up with being at the track. Like it, it, it lifts you up, especially on bad days more than what I probably realized until I was here without, without that kind of support last August. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk a little bit about Indy so far this year because obviously you got a couple practices in the in the bag and um as expected uh you you guys are up front. I mean, uh, we got Daly in second, you're in the third spot. We got Renus uh, just outside of the uh the top 10 in the 11th spot. I mean, a few practices in, uh, you guys you guys got to be feeling pretty good about things. Yeah, the the time sheets are somewhat irrelevant at this stage because all those times they're coming up with big drafts, which we don't really even get in the race as much as we do in practice and qualifying is a whole different beast. So it's, 
Yeah, we. I think we've looked pretty good. Um, we've looked good on the speed charts. I think we've looked pretty good on the, the no-toe charts as well, which is more pertinent for qualifying. We kind of filter out, you know, any anything within 10 seconds of another car. So we're, we're off to a good start. I think for me, more so than anything, you know, we've been – things have kind of stayed on script so far, which to me is a, a good indicator of how things are going just because it's – our, our plan is working. The, the off-season work seems accurate. Uh, we're not we're not searching for something different than what we had expected coming in. So, um, to me, that's probably the most positive thing is that we're we're we've been able to just stick to the plan for the most part, and all three of us are are feeling relatively confident and happy with our cars, and just trying to get better each day uh, as we as we head towards May thirtieth. Well, and, you know, that being said, this early on, obviously, uh, you know, you guys, a lot of traffic, things like that, you know, like you said, even though there's traffic doesn't necessarily even simulate race conditions because there's so much draft. But, you know, as you guys start looking towards this weekend and and qualifying, things like that, when do you switch gears and kind of, you know, go from, you know, it seems like you're working a little bit on race setups. I mean, transition into really fine tuning things for, for qualifying and that this weekend. Yeah, so it, it really starts tomorrow. So for, for qualifying here at Indy, and it starts tomorrow on Fast Friday. Yeah, that's tomorrow. I had to check my calendar. It's <laughs> confusing out here. Um, so starting tomorrow, they bump the, the boost pressure up on the on the engines, their turbocharged engines. Um, so it's, it's really somewhat not worthwhile chasing qualifying too much until then because we're just going slower. But today – and you saw some people doing it yesterday, you know, we'll go through some trim steps today just to get, get aero balances and make sure we, we are where we want to be when we run the car in different configurations for qualifying. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, 90% of the focus today is still going to be on the race. You know, for me, you know, after today, we'll have a little bit of practice on Sunday and then carb day before the race. So, for me personally, I really like to go to bed at the end of today feeling like we have our race car, you know, 90, 95% where we're going to have it for the race. So we need to, we need to answer our final questions for race setup today. We'll, we'll dabble with a few trims just to get some reads and balances for tomorrow. But then once we get to tomorrow, Friday, Saturday, and the first part of Sunday, you know, we'll, we'll exclusively be, thinking about qualifying we won't be doing any race running so that's kind of how that's kind of how we approach it and i think how most most teams approach it yeah well and obviously uh you guys your approach has worked out you've got three poles yourself i mean uh you know i i guess uh look at it look at it qualifying for indy would be you know an ed carpenter racing it kind of be like looking at the yankees in the playoffs you just don't bet against you guys um that being said man i mean uh you know Looking at things, what, what's the goal in qualifying? Obviously, just get as many cars into the fast nine as you can, and, and then go from there. Roll the dice. Yeah, for sure. The goal is to get all three of our cars in the fast nine, um, and w- once you get to that point, then then you've got a one and nine shot at, at being on the pole. So, you know, dream come true would be we all get in the fast nine and we lock out the front row, and you know it, it's. With this package, it's still difficult to pass around here. Track position is important, even though it's a 500-mile race. So, you know, the more the more ECR cars we can have up there at the front, the more Chevrolets we can have up there at the front, we'll be able to work together and try to control the race. So 
Um, you know, at different times in my career, it didn't really matter if he started 15th, but you know, nowadays it's a, it's a pretty big advantage to, to start up there in the first three rows. So that's 100% one of our goals. Yeah, what do you uh, what do you think we're going to see? Uh, you know, come this weekend qualifying. You know, we we everybody always wants to you know guess on the speeds. What do you, what do you think we're going to see speed wise for qualifying this year? Oh man, I, it's always such a hard one. It's going to be hot um, for qualifying, so you know, it, I think I think you might see a thirty two, but probably two thirty one. I would, would imagine would be kind of the high end. But it, the, the speedway is so weather dependent, track temperature dependent, wind dependent. Um, you know that it, it can change everything. You know, minute by minute. So it really just depends on on what the weather is yeah. to determine. You know, I think you could have a pole winning car and maybe qualify ninth or tenth if you if you get a bad draw on the the first go at it. So it it's it's a tough one to predict. I haven't even. I honestly haven't even really looked at what I think we're capable of yet. Just have been so so laser focused on on the race setup. Well, you know, I want to talk one. Uh, you guys made some big news a couple of weeks ago. Um, in the world of sponsorship, it, it's it, it's very rare that really something turns heads. But you guys were able to bring in Bitcoin as a as a partner on uh, on Renus's car. Let's talk a little bit about how that got put together. I think this is kind of quite interesting, and I I do want to confirm they did in fact pay you in Bitcoin, correct? Well, so yes and no is the answer to that. Um, if probably the best resource to send your listeners, if you Google Jack Mallers M A L L E R S Medium, he he wrote a blog post that probably is the best description and most concise way of understanding it. But the the beauty of Bitcoin is no one owns it; it's not trademarked. Yeah. We can put it on the car, and no one's gonna, no one's gonna see us. It's, it's not like if we decided we run, wanted to run a Coca-Cola car. Yeah. You know, obviously, we have to have their approval. Uh, so we partnered with Jack Mowers. He's got a company called Strike. And you know, for those that don't understand Bitcoin, you know, there's a, there's an asset of Bitcoin, a store value currency. There's also a network built on top of it that allows, you know everyone to interact with the currency. And so Jack's company strike and Jack personally have, have done a ton for the Bitcoin network. Um, and essentially what we're trying to do is promote that Bitcoin network, support the Bitcoin community. You know, I, I'm a Bitcoiner personally have been for a while. So it's something that I care about, think it's important to, to the world. Yeah. Um, and so what we're doing is basically it's a crowdfunding effort. You know, we're obviously trying to, to cover our costs with the race team. Um, but it, essentially 70% of all money that comes in through donations, which, which can be in Bitcoin, cash, any form of fiat, uh, whatever you, however you want to donate. Uh, so there, there's three accounts. One's all Bitcoin, others are, are cash. And then we split that up. And the money that, that's going away from us is 70% of, of the money coming in is going to to support open source development, Bitcoin developers doing great things on the network. So it's a, it's a really cool way for, for us to educate, you know, the more mainstream folks that don't know much about it all the same time, uh, supporting, you know, the people that have really built the network from something no one's known about that's becoming a, a pretty trendy topic. So 
it, it's a ton of fun. It's something that I personally care a lot about and to be able to integrate it into my business and through Jack's company strike, you know, we have the ability to, to pay some of our people in Bitcoin if they, if they want paid that way. So, um, the world's changing and, and we want to be at the tip of the spear and, and be a, a trendsetter. So that's what we're trying to do. Yeah. Well, you know, and that being said, I also, you know, own quite a bit of Bitcoin and, uh, you know, I've, uh, for about four or five years, I've kind of been invested there, but I think, the interesting thing that you said about this is kind of kind of being a you know right at the forefront of this new movement. I, I'm looking at how you structure this deal, though, and I think just by and large, you know, you're going to see more creative ways of bringing in partners into uh, motorsports and say IndyCar like this, where it's not a traditional type sponsorship that you would have saw ten years ago. And I think you know what you're doing and the way this deal is structured is something kind of new and and really kind of pushing the envelope on on the way partnership deals can be structured in the future. Absolutely. I mean, for as competitive as IndyCar is on track, you know, we've got five different winners so far this season. Um, and it, it's equally as competitive off the track, you know, chasing down partners and sponsorship and what it takes to for us to put cars on track. So for us, there, there was a certain level of risk to it, but at the same time, we see a huge upside and, and doing something different and kind of re, trying to re, redefine our business model and how we operate. Well, Ed, it is, uh, you know, it is uh, the month of May in Indianapolis, man. Good luck this weekend at qualifying. Appreciate you taking uh, taking the time to uh, call into the show. Thanks, Jim. It's always good to talk. And you kind of love doing an interview like that when uh, there's all kinds of rad background noise. And uh, Ed Carpenter on site at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And uh, I did that earlier today. I will, uh, or yesterday, I should say. But uh, I'm looking at... Uh, um, it looks like he's just a hair out of the top 10 right now, sitting in the 12th position on Fast Friday with a boost cranked up. It's obviously early in the day. There's still five hours left in this session. So uh, we'll see if Ed continue up the charts. Uh, but we got qualifying this weekend, and you know Ed Carpenter is going to be a force to be reckoned with, as well as Connor Daly and uh, the rest of the ECR racing team. Uh, man, those guys, uh, like I said before, you don't bet against Ed Carpenter at the Indy 500. You, uh, It's like betting against the Yankees in the playoffs, especially when it comes to pole day. Three-time pole sitter. Guy's been on the front row more often than not. And uh, I got to tell you, though, Connor Daly, good friend of our show. He's been on here uh, I don't know, countless times at this point. Um, good friend of mine, and he is uh, uh, he is just on rails this year at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You want to talk about a guy with a chip on his shoulder, a guy that uh, I absolutely always love to watch because he's just always on it. Uh, Connor Daly, um, you know, he's uh, he's having a great run, and uh, what a Cinderella story that would be if he could put his car on the front row. But, uh, yeah, we've uh, we got a lot more to come, though. We are going to come back after this short commercial break. We'll be wrapping up hour number one, and then we got a massive hour number two. Matty Wedeking and uh, Michelle Abate on the show. So all that to come right here on the General Tire Down a Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke, and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke, and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. 
For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771 That's 800-410-4771 I don't even recognize myself anymore I'm really worried about him His addiction I haven't seen him like this Ever Hey look, I I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill I was out of options. I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Well, 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 that was enough for hour number one right here on the General Tire Downer Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. But good news for you, we are still cranking, we are still firing. We got hour number two coming up. Hour number two, good friend of mine, my Polaris Razor teammate, Maddie Wedeking. She is going to be on the show talking about her massive Baja Nevada win and uh, being a rad girl who uh, drives razors for a living. And then we've also got my good friend Michelle Abate, who is heading to Circuit of the Americas this weekend and racing in the NASCAR series. Super, super stoked to have both of them on in hour number two. Let me tell you, it is about to get real right here on the show. Got any questions for our guests? Hit me up at JimBeaver15 on the social media machine. And uh, I would say right now is probably an opportune time because we got a, a commercial break coming up. Just let the show run. Head over to the cabinet, grab a bottle of fistful of bourbon, drop a couple ice cubes in there, 
pour yourself a little bourbon, and then come back because, trust me, hour number two, it is going to be entertaining. And if you're like me, you got IndyCar, you got Indy 500, depending on what day, you got qualifying, Fast Friday, I don't know what you got on, but you got that, you got your fistful of bourbon, trust me, you are on point, you are locked, you are loaded, you are ready to go. And uh, that is the way I would be listening to the show this week. There is no better way to take the show in than with a little fistful of bourbon uh, in your hand, trust me. Anyways, uh, that being said, uh, I guess I'm going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, it will be our number two, Matty Weddy King, as well as Michelle Abate on the line on your favorite motorsports radio show. That is called the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Sports Byline USA Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The Egyptians have brokered peace in the Middle East. Israel's Security Cabinet voted Thursday evening to approve the Egyptian ceasefire, which went into effect at 2 a.m. Israeli daylight time. Hamas also backed the ceasefire, but the sides have issued contrasting messages about its terms. The Israeli Prime Minister's office said the mutual and unconditional ceasefire was a straightforward, quiet-for-quiet quiet agreement. Hamas officials claim the ceasefire agreement included conditions about Israel's policy in Jerusalem, which a senior Israeli official flatly denied. Border Patrol officers on horseback arrested nearly three dozen illegal immigrants, all wearing military camouflage near the Arizona-New Mexico state line on Thursday. On Monday, they found 23 crammed into an open-top Panga-style vessel off the coast of San Diego. Border czar Vice President Kamala Harris has yet to address the border crisis publicly nearly two months after being assigned by the president. USA Radio News. Hi, this is Wayne Alaroot. John and Chelsea Jubilee with Energized Health are regular guests on my show, sharing their breakthrough science of intercellular hydration. I love John and Chelsea. The results, people lose fat fast while eating many of the foods they love. You can too. Plus, supercharge your energy, boost your immune system, look and feel years younger. It's simple and natural without painful exercises. How do I know? Because I just completed my first 88 days on the program, and I've lost 25 pounds of fat. I'm getting hydrated at the cellular level, but don't just take my word for it. Go to EnergizedHealth.com and check out hundreds of amazing testimonials. For all the details, click on the red button at EnergizedHealth.com. Watch the master class it's free or cut to the chase join right now at 888-444-8895 join me 888-444-8895 mention war and get 40 percent off 40 percent go now to energizedhealth.com 888-444-8895 or energizedhealth.com Let's get a mask mandate update with Dan Araki. Americans have been adjusting to new guidelines for mask wearing released last week by the CDC. The new guidance allows for people who are fully vaccinated not to have to wear masks indoors, except for in crowded areas. But the sudden shift caused confusion for businesses trying to reopen and recover from the effects of the pandemic. Dr. Anthony Fauci says the confusion is not their fault. The chief White House medical advisor tells CNN that some of the confusion is coming from establishments trying to figure out how best to follow the new guidelines. So what the establishment owned is several of them have said, you know, the CDC recommendations were fine that people who are fully vaccinated don't have to wear masks indoor. But since I don't know who's vaccinated or not, if you come into my establishment, you still have to wear a mask. So where the confusion is is that people are saying, wait a minute, some people are saying you don't have to wear masks when you're when you're vaccinated. And now you're telling me 
when I go into an establishment, I have to wear a mask. From the USA Radio News Ohio Bureau, I'm Dan Naraki. You've heard me talking about my pillow for three years, folks. It's the truth. I get the best sleep of my life with a my pillow. You can do it too. 60-day money-back guarantee, 10-year warranty made in the USA. You'll sleep well or you'll get your money back. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special, use my promo code USA, get two MyPillow premium pillows for the price of one, or call 1-800-951-8175. Get the best sleep of your life and do it now. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot announced Wednesday that she will grant one-on-one interviews to mark the two-year anniversary of her inauguration solely to journalists of color. She says she has been struck by the overwhelmingly white press corps in Chicago. Former Wisconsin Congressman Sean Duffy on Fox News says people need to stand up against Lightfoot's racism. But take a step back. I mean, this is not the first time this is happening. We have segregation in commencement ceremonies now. We're in that time of year for graduations. We have segregated dorms now. And this is a policy that actually Democrats and the media agree with. They, They believe in this segregation. And if you want more minorities in the press corps, you don't do it by saying we're going to exclude whites. We should encourage more minorities to get into the press business, right? I mean, that would make sense. But the real plan here, Carly, is very simple. The left wants to divide America so they can destroy America. And when they destroy America, they can then rebuild it in this communist, socialist, Marxist ideology. Um, and and my, I'm a big fan of people getting involved. You can't sit back on your couch. You actually have to say, I'm going to go to, you know, to town halls, to listening sessions for my members of Congress, those groups that organize in communities. I'm going to go there and lend my voice and my effort to fight back. But if Americans just sit back and go, this is horrible. Why doesn't someone do something? The problem is we need more good people to get involved because there's more people who think this is racist and shouldn't happen, but they sit back and are silent. A Latino reporter at the Chicago Tribune whose interview request was granted asked the mayor's office to lift its conditions. When they said no, they canceled the interview. I'm Lance Pry. This is USA Radio News. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor, the general tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, I should say. Uh, yeah, it is hour number two. Maddie Wedeking and uh, Michelle Abate are going to be my guests here in hour number two, firing things up. Uh, but you know what? Right now we got to jump into a Dirtfish Rally report brought to you by our good friends at Dirtfish Rally School. Find out more information on the web at www.dirtfish.com. Use the code JimBeaver15. That'll get you 15% off all classes there at 
Dirtfish. And, uh, you know, Dirtfish uh, has transitioned, as you guys know. Not only are they a rally school, one of the best in the world, but they are also one of the best sources of rally news in the world as well. Uh, right now they have a uh, little information coming up on uh, Rally Portugal, kind of some live coverage ha- on the show, as well as in the next week they've got the Ocean X Prix from Extreme E. So uh, you're looking for uh, rally content right now, Rally Portugal. That's your source for news. And then we've got um, the Ocean X Prix from Extreme E coming up here uh, next week as well. So lots of great news, lots of great content from our friends at Dirtfish Rally School. A couple of the headlines right now they've got, looks like, uh, Evans has moved up to second place by a penalty there at Rally Portugal. Uh, Tonic won a super special six. Uh, so, uh, yes, all the coverage there is happening at dirtfish.com. You can also uh, buy some rad swag um, as well as uh, sign up for some uh, classes. And, uh, you know, you want to do that, once again, use that code JimBeaver15, and that will get you 15% off all classes at www.dirtfish.com. Dot com. Big thanks to their support. I was up there a couple of weeks ago with uh, Mia Chapman, Street Bike Tommy, uh, my good friend Tim Montana, who was uh, one of my guests on Project Action last week, uh, my good friend Leah Bauer, uh, Brittany Cardone, a bunch of great people, and we had a hell of a lot of fun up there at Dirtfish Rally School. I love taking my friends up there. One of my favorite things to do. If you have any itch to go up to Dirtfish, hit me up on social media, at JimBeaver15. DM me on any of them. I would love to talk to you about it, give you some ideas, suggestions on classes, and I can you know hook you up directly and get you uh, that discount to go to Dirtfish as well. But uh, if you are a race car driver of any sort, especially off-road or rally, but if you're any type of race car driver, Dirtfish can definitely benefits you world-class instructors world-class facility world-class fun right there at dirtfish anyways we're going to take a short commercial break maddie wedding up right after this right here on the general tire down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor i'm polaris rider jim beaver i race trophy trucks professionally host a down and dirty radio show and also travel the country announcing motorsports events i've seen it all and trust me i've done most of it so when it comes time to relax on the weekend nothing is better than taking time with my family in our razor vehicles they've got the reliability i need to just pick up and go explore the desert dunes or trail and have the capability to attack even the harshest terrain if you're looking for some of the most reliable and safest and hands down most capable off-road machines in the world look no further than Polaris and their award-winning lineup of Razor vehicles. Whether you want your daughter to experience off-road driving for the first time in a Razor 170 like me, take the entire family out in a Razor XP4 1000 on the weekend, or shred the desert and dunes in the all-new Razor XP1000 Fox Edition, Polaris has you handled. Take my advice and join me and some of the best drivers in the world by driving a Polaris Razor. Check out the full Polaris Razor lineup at Polaris.com or follow them on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Polaris Razor. Your life demands a tire that provides durability, comfort, and performance, and that's what General Tire delivers for you. From the all-season grip of the Grabber UHP to the comfort and on-road manners of the Grabber HTS to the durability and off-road traction of the Grabber AT2, General has a tire that will help get you where you need to go. So let us take you on your next big adventure. Tweet us at General Tire, hashtag anywhere is possible, because with General Tire, anywhere is possible. From the 2018 Master Distillers of the Year comes a bold new American whiskey and fistful of bourbon. Their whiskeys have been award-winning for generations. 
Now they're going all in on bourbon, blending five straight whiskeys to create a big balanced bourbon that stands apart from everything else. So grab yourself a fistful of bourbon, a blend of five bourbons created with over a hundred years of whiskey blending experience. It ain't just a bourbon, it's a damn fistful. Please enjoy responsibly. Looking to have some fun on four wheels? Dirtfish Rally School has you covered. Packing as much adrenaline and adventure as you can handle into high-performance all-wheel drive and rear-wheel drive Subaru rally cars is where the fun begins at Dirtfish. Just 30 minutes outside of Seattle and Snoqualmie, you'll get a chance to train up to three full days with some of the country's best instructors and be put through the high-octane rush of rally on mud, dirt, and tarmac. Get started today and call 425-888-7715 or visit us online at dirtfish.com and use code 911 for a 15% discount life is all about sound the sound of sports the sound of the racetrack and the sound of your vehicle don't drive around listening to this drive around listening to the sound of performance gibson performance gibson performance exhaust is the company who can turn this into this remember that life is all about sound and gibson exhaust is the sound of performance check out your next catback exhaust system headers muffler or utv exhaust at gibsonperformance.com and get more power and more sound like what you hear catch all the back episodes of the down and dirty radio show on apple podcast and be sure to rate review and subscribe Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. like to welcome my Polaris Razor teammate, Miss Maddie Wedeking, to the show. What is happening, uh, Maddie? Not a whole lot. You know, just got back from the gym. Now I'm working on school and about to go prep the car. Yeah, you're walking around as Queen of Baja, Nevada. I can say that, right? <laughs> yes, that's awesome. So, yeah, I, let, let's talk a little bit about this race. we got a lot to talk about. I want to talk about your career and your family. we got a whole, a whole lot of directions. But let's talk about this race because this was a fun one. I raced it. Uh, you know, I ended up on the podium as well. Not quite uh, the step that you got. But uh, this, was a, this was an interesting race. How did you enjoy it? I love that layover where, you know, the team was able to reprep the car for day two. Like, this was kind of a bit of an adventure. But it was probably one of the most fun races I've done in a long time. Yeah, I mean, leading up to the race, I was pretty nervous. I mean, 630 miles, this would have been the longest race I've ever done. Um, So I was a little nervous, but once I got there and that two-day format that they did and the course, it was just amazing. I, I loved it. The different terrain we saw both days. I mean, the first day, the first, you know, what was that, 333 miles was pure stilt. I mean, I out of the 300 miles, I really only saw clear air for, I would say, 10 to 15 miles. So the first day was just insane, silty, dusty, hot. And then the second day, did you get caught in that rainstorm too? Yeah, it definitely got rained on in day two. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I felt like I was driving by Braille because that was, it was such a gnarly rainstorm that we had to go across. Yeah, and then, so there was the one, and I laugh because Brittany and I get to the this crossing, and we're like, okay, and we, it was like, pick your poison, and we go through it, and we didn't realize the mud hole was like three foot deep because it didn't look three foot deep, but the car goes through, <laughs> and we pop out the other side, and we go, oh, that wasn't mud, and it was a bunch of cow crap, and we started stinking. I'm like, oh, my gosh, so I don't know, did you end up going through that, that or uh, or maybe I just picked the wrong side of it. I think you picked the wrong line, dude. I, I went in right through the mud. I just went into the center. I just got back from the high lifter event called Mud Nationals yeah. down in Arkansas. 
So I was totally like, I saw that mud hole and I'm like, I know how to take this. <laughs> Rachel and Scott taught me how to drive through this. I know what to do. So I went through the deepest part because it was the most fun. Made for good pictures though, right? We all got great pictures out of it. <laughs> Yeah, the gram is loving the mud pictures. Yeah, exactly. That's. Uh, I'm just gonna <laughs> save mine because everybody's posting them, and then next year I'll just pretend like I'm at Mud Nats if I don't get to go, and we'll just drop them that <laughs> or something. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah, there was also there was this one. There was a couple gotchas. Like there was one coming in. Was it day one? I think it might have been day one, and it was right before the pit. And there was it wasn't marked in my team radios, and they're like right before you get to the pit. There's a there's a, a ditch you need to slow down for it and I was like all right so we slow down and there was mud in it and uh, I I get to it and we roll through it and I was like holy crap it's like a three foot hole I was like you guys could have told me it's like a canyon and uh, it wasn't even yeah. marked but I guess a couple of people just ruined their day on it but it was right before one of the pits and I can't remember but I know it was on day one. Yeah, no, I remember that. Luckily, my team rated me as well. Like, hey, everyone's hitting this way hard. Just check up, you know, however many yards from the pit entrance. So I was like, oh, okay, that's weird. Normally, they would have a danger sign up. No, I I kind of checked up, but not as much. And, yeah, yeah, the car was hurting. Yeah. So you are two for two with podiums this year, you know, in uh, in Legacy, correct? I mean, let's uh, let's talk about, you know, let's talk about a little bit about this year, because obviously you're a, a factory Polaris racer. I know uh, I feel like this is kind of your breakout year. I mean, people have known about you for a while, but I feel like you're putting it all together. I know you got that that new car this year that we know is uh, wicked fast. Um, and, you know, what's you know, how are you feeling about this year? So, you know, I've been racing for quite a few years now in a two-seat car, and I just feel like the two-seat car never really let me drive to my potential. Um, You know, I always had to check up for things that I shouldn't be. It was really tall. It was such a tall car that it was so top-heavy. Whenever I put it into a corner, it just wanted to roll. And ever since I got this new car this year, I mean, it's on rails. I can drive it, you know, to my full potential, if not more, and it's, I've never driven any car like the one I have. It's my first time ever driving a four-seater in general. So just learning the difference between a two-seat and a four-seat car is new to me this year. I'm still learning what I can and can't do. So we started off the first race this year in Pahrump. Um, We were in first all day, and then the last 10 miles, I made a driver error and actually got a flat. So um, we took second that race. But after that first race, I knew, okay, me driving this car you know i have a good shot of you know chasing a championship this year and then going into this race you know i had a strategy and we executed it perfectly and now i got first this race and now i'm running first in points overall well i know with the four seaters too and i've told people this and it was uh it was funny because i we were out testing and i threw mia chapman in the car with me and she's like you she'd never driven anything but a two-seater and uh, she yeah. she jumped in the co-driver's seat with me when we were out testing, and she's like, holy crap. And I'm like, the, the thing people don't understand is like, you know, a two-seater is a razor. And when you race it, you're racing a razor. And I feel like when you race a four-seater in the desert, at least, uh, when you race a four-seater, it doesn't act like a razor. It acts like a race car. And there's a, there's a difference there. And I, it's hard to explain until you've experienced it. But I feel like you're experiencing the same thing I kind of feel in regards to four-seaters in the desert. It's just it's a different feel, you know? It is a completely different feel. I mean, from going to the two-seat to the four-seat, I'm not checking up for any bumps, really. I'm like, nothing really phases the car just because you have that longer wheelbase. 
Um, you could take corners completely different. I mean, I'm already sideways going into the corner, and which improves my time. I'm making up seconds now um, that I was losing before. So really just that four-seat chassis is what you need in the desert. It may be a little bit heavier than the two-seater, but in the long run, you're saving so much time in all of the rough stuff, in all of the big bumps, you know, that the two-seat would have to check up for. Yeah, and I think it's going to be interesting too. You know, with the with the Pro XPs now coming at, kind of coming into their own. I know Randy Romo's got one, Seth, uh, Mitch Mitch Guthrie's got one. You know, and the Pro XPs seem like they're doing really well. And it's kind of it's that lengthened two seat. So I'm kind of wondering if that might be you know one of the hot tickets as well. And I haven't had the chance to drive one in the desert yet, so uh, it's going to be kind of interesting. But I definitely think that wheelbase you know makes a difference in the desert going from you know just the traditional two seat like you used to race. Yeah, I completely agree with you. That that new Pro XP that just came out is it's the money right there. Yeah. So all this being said, let's let's talk about how you got started because uh, you've been. I mean, your dad's been around the industry for a long time, very well respected in the industry. And uh, what you know, what four or five years back, you kind of got started. I know you and your dad were racing together, kind of tag teaming some things. Kind of give us uh, the lowdown on how you got started. I mean, I know you you've done King of the Hammers. I mean, you're probably one of the youngest drivers ever at King of the Hammers. I I don't know the actual record, but I got to think you've got to be factored into that. I mean, uh, give us a lowdown on your background. Yeah. Yeah, I was 14 when I did my first King of the Hammers, and yep, I was the youngest person. I don't know if anyone younger has has done it since then, but yes, <laughs> it was a little crazy doing that race at 14 years old. Um, but no, I grew up in the industry, obviously, with my dad, who used to own PRP seats. I would always go to races with him and the events, and we were in the desert pretty much every weekend. You know, my grandparents go off-roading. All of my family goes off-roading. We do it for fun. Um, So just kind of growing up, going to the desert and going to the races with my dad and all the shows, I always wanted to race. And luckily, back in 2015, um, you know, I was bothering my dad so much about doing one. Um, We actually raced a little Razor 900 in the 1000 class. Um, and I fell in love with it. It was awesome. Me driving and then my dad in the passenger seat. Um, we did that for an entire season and, you know, we were, my dad didn't want to put me in the 900 class because there wasn't that many people. He wanted to put me against faster people. So it would make me faster and I would have real competition and whatnot. So, um, we did the first season in a small little series in California city and, we did great. I mean, we were winning, you know, we were on the podium every single time. And then we got the opportunity to race Vegas Torino. So I raced Vegas Torino when I turned 15 and I started dead last out of everyone. And we ended up taking a fifth place home. My first um, real pro race I've ever done. That's awesome. And then I kind of, yeah, I fell in love with it. And I, I just wanted to be at that level. I mean, driving with, I knew I wasn't the fastest at the time. There were people who have been driving, you know, more years than I've been alive at the time. So I knew I wasn't the fastest, but putting yourself up against people who are faster than you makes you faster and makes you strive to be faster. And when you're behind them and you're watching what they're doing, you know, you pick up on that and you learn and then you improve so much from, from that. So I'm glad that I just kind of, 
after one season of racing got thrown into best in the desert in the pro NA class because since then I have learned so much and I'm a completely different driver than how I was when I first went into it. All right, we got to take a short commercial break, but trust me, we got a whole lot more with Maddie when we return here to the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show powered by Polaris Razor. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. UVA rays age the skin. UVB rays burn. And both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. I'm going to tell you how you can get real health care for as little as $6 a day. Yes, now you can get affordable health care for you and your family immediately and save as much as 50% off your current monthly health care payments. Our plans are perfect for people that are self-employed, can't afford health benefits where they work, or just want to pay less for their current health care. And coverage is guaranteed regardless of your medical condition. We even offer some of the new Christian faith-based health benefits. Save up to 50% on your family's health care. Make a free quick call now. There are no contracts and we give you a 10-day money-back trial period. Call Provision Enrollment right now for your risk-free guaranteed health insurance quote starting at $6 a day. 800-472-5145. 800-472-5145. That's 800-472-5145. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Thanks for tuning in to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, available live online in syndication on networks across the U.S. and available internationally on the American Forces Network. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Got my good friend and Polaris Razor teammate and uh, winner of the Legacy Racing Association, Baja, Nevada, the longest off-road race in the United States. 
Uh, Maddie Wedeking on the show. So, Maddie, well, you're also part of this movement. I know you and I were texting on this over the weekend. I kind of want to talk on it a little bit, but you know, we've got this. I think it's amazing. We've got this crop of you know of women drivers, young women drivers that are coming up. And I mean, you and Sierra, Mia Chapman, Shelby Anderson, that are just slaying it. You know, but you, you guys are are coming in and doing battle with the guys. And I know you know you talk to any of you and you go, no, we're not girl racers. We're just racers. But you know, how's it feel to be a, a part of this movement? You know what I mean? Where women are created as equals in this industry, you know, and you guys are on the same playing field as the guys. And, and like we saw this weekend, you know, kicking the guys butts. I, I love it. You know, I love when little girls come up to me and they say they want to get into racing. I, I just love the fact that females are trying to get more involved in the sport. I mean, I, when I put on the helmet, I feel like I'm just another driver. And that's how, I mean, that's how it is with Sierra. That's how it is with Mia as well. Like, you know, when we put on our helmets, we're another racer out there. Doesn't matter if we're a boy, doesn't matter if we're a girl, you know, we're, we're going out there and our, our skill set is there to run with the guys. And I just love the fact that more girls are getting into the sport. I'm a hundred percent supportive over all of them. I have, you know, quite a few girls that are just getting into racing and, you know, they're asking, can I, can I hop in the car with you? Can I go to a test day? Can you teach me how to drive this? You know, just asking me, I mean, just normal questions about racing, you know, how do you do this in the car? What do you even eat in the car? How do I prep, you know, the week of the race, two weeks before the race, you know, I just love helping. I mean, pretty much anyone, a female, a male, I, you know, I don't care. I, I just want to help people get more involved in the sport. Well, and I think the cool thing is, is Razor's been like a, a really big gateway, not only for women, but like you said, as, as kids and everything, they've got this platform where you start at a 170, move up to a 570, move into a, you know, a, an RS1 or a 1000. And uh, there's this great ladder system. So no matter what your age, there's always something there for somebody to get involved in that, that can meet your, your, your level of experience, you know? Yeah, and I actually did not grow up racing a 170 or a 570, any of that. Um, but watching all, you know, the kids like Casey Sims, Caden Danbury, Ethan Groom, all these kids that started racing when they were super young and now have worked their way up to, you know, now they're all in 1000s or turbo cars. I mean, they are killing it. They're learning so much. And it's awesome that Polaris has created such a big platform to where really any age can get out there and drive. Yeah completely agree so all that being said obviously we got a little bit of downtime i guess what's uh what's the rest of this year look like for your race program so since we are first in points for legacy i will be continuing to run for the legacy championship this year so we have two more races for legacy and then i will be doing the mit 400 and utv world championships this year as well Oh wow, you you're loading up with uh, a couple of heavy hitters there too at the end of the year. So you've uh, you got a packed schedule from here on out then. Yeah, yeah, the beginning of this year was a little bit mellow, but I mean from here on out it's I mean, it's pedal to the metal. We will be, you know, racing full force, testing. It's going to be a crazy end of the year for sure. Yeah. So looking at next year, um, obviously we know you'll be in the desert, but uh, any plans uh, to put a hammers program together? Obviously you got some experience at KOH. You know what? That's up in the air. I love racing King of the Hammers. Um, it's probably my favorite race of the year just because the skill set behind it is 
is amazing. And, you know, there's so many different lines out there and the competition is, is amazing. So I would leave that one up in the air. I want to race King of the Hammers, but we'll see if I can make it work for next year. Uh, I got a brand new Hammers car that's done, and we we're going to race it this year, and I didn't get to do it because we bought this new race car. But I'm going to be a total rookie going to the King of the Hammers, so are you available for coaching? <laughs> I got you. I will coach you. Because <laughs> I'm going to need a whole lot of help, Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's fine. Just pick a line and go for it. Worst case, you know, one in doubt, winch it out. That's what I tell everyone. Yeah, there's probably going to be a whole lot of winching on my end. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Oh, man. I'll go out before and free run with you and show you some good trails that'll that'll help you. Yeah, you know, and I honestly, that's one of my favorite things about, well, not just Johnson Valley and Hammers, but off-road in general. It's like, I know me, and it sounds like you're the same way. Like, yeah, we race, but on the weekends I'm not racing, especially in the wintertime when in the southwest the weather's great. But I'm not racing. I got the RV and the Razor out in the desert, and, you know, and I'm out just pre-running, having fun, hitting things up. And I think that's what's cool about Razor is that people like you and I, it's not just a racing thing. This is a, when we're not in the race car, we're in our Razor and we're out just living the lifestyle and having a good time with our friends. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we have everyone in my family. I have a little sister. She has a Razor. I have my own Razor. My mom and my dad have their Razors. And it's just awesome because, you know, on a weekend when I'm not racing or prepping for a race, you know, we go out to the desert and we'll go on one big family ride. My grandparents will go with us and, you know, my aunts and my uncles will go. It's I love it. You know, they've created such a platform to where we can just, you know, load up our cars and go. And we trust that, you know, we won't break. We won't be stranded out there. It's it's awesome. I'm really thankful for the platform that they've provided. Yeah. So long term, I guess closing out this interview. I mean, you know, obviously you got a great race program going this year, and and obviously we're going to see you in UTVs for the next couple of years. But I mean, long term, any uh, any prospects? If Maddie could pick anywhere to be in, say, five six years with her race career, where would that be? I mean, obviously, like everyone else, I would want to be in a trophy truck. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the ultimate goal. But I am so happy with racing a Polaris that I don't want to really leave anytime soon. I mean, if anything, I want to step up to the turbo class. Um, I'm fighting this year for a pro NA championship. And then I'm hoping, you know, in the next couple of years, I'll move up to the turbo class and see where that takes me. Yeah. yeah. Have you uh, ever had an itch to try some short course stuff? Actually I have. Um, I bought a old works car um, and I actually did not like it that much. I, I got really bored. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, I just, That's... I like the aspect of going fast, like really fast for 15 minutes, and then it drains you. But, I mean, there's something about desert racing where you're out there in the middle of nowhere. It's a fair game. Everyone is, you know, on the same exact course as you. And it's, you know, 250 miles, 500 miles, or like this past weekend, 630 miles, and you don't see the same turn twice. Yeah, I I will agree with you on that. I've done some short course stuff with Terracross. I did that for like two or three years, and I was traveling around the country, and it is a different concept. Like, I'm used to being in the car for six, eight hours at a time, and you go there, and it's like, 
all right, so you go and they give you one five-minute qualifying session or like a five-minute practice session or something. So you go out there, you burn a couple laps, and then, uh, you know, and then, you know, you go and sit and you sit for three or four hours. Then you go out there and you qualify and you get like two laps. And then you sit there and uh, you wait. And then the main event rolls around, might be the next day, and you go and you race for 15 minutes and you're done. And I'm like, this is a whole lot of travel and a whole lot of hurry up and wait for being in the car for maybe 20, 25 minutes for the whole weekend, you know? I agree with you. And I enjoy racing so much that I want to be in the car as long as I can. Like I enjoyed every minute, every mile of the 630 miles that we did this past weekend. I I love racing. It's a passion for me. So I want to be in the car as long as I can. And so short course, I, you know, being in the car for, you know, 15, 20 minutes for me, I, I just want to be in the car longer. Yeah. I am on the same page there with you, but uh, I guess we got to wrap this thing up, Maddie. But it's uh, been a pleasure having you on the show. I know I'm sure we'll see you uh, either at a Razor event or one of the races here uh, pretty quick. Yes, for sure. Thank you for having me. Oh, man, uh, what a great interview. What a great kid. Uh, just, uh, you know, finding her way in the off-road industry, completely just shredding it. Uh, big props to her on her first major victory there with Baja Nevada. Did something I couldn't do, that's for sure. Um, but, uh, yes, uh, you guys should definitely go follow her on social media. Maddie Wedeking, definitely worth the follow. Watch this young girl. She is definitely one of the future stars of uh, the off-road industry and uh, Polaris Razor athlete. And, uh, you know, this kid is just killing it. Definitely, definitely one to watch. Uh, like I said, I mean, she's part of that women's movement uh, in off-road and desert racing, you know, and I, you know, all in that kind of younger age. And I, you hate to say Shelby Anderson almost aging out of there, but I throw Shelby, uh, you know, Maddie, Mia Chapman, and Sierra Romo kind of into this mix of uh, just girls absolutely killing it. And that, that doesn't – I don't want to isolate because there's a lot of – girls that are really coming in but to me those are kind of your four standouts that are really just absolutely shredding it right now um and like i said not taking anything away from all the other girls that are out there but to me those are kind of your big four right now she's definitely one uh, what do you want to call them the four horsewomen let's let's coin that term your four horsewomen right there uh we got maddie sierra shelby and mia we're gonna call them the four horsewomen but uh yes uh a whole lot more to come on the show we got michelle abate coming up after this on the general tie down and dirty radio show powered by polaris razor you love your dog is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is maybe they seem slow or lethargic and maybe they just don't have energy wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life pet joy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products if your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want just let us know and we'll make it right totally risk-free What do you have to lose? You can't buy Pet Joy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call Pet Joy right now. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. 800-846-2153. That's 800-846-2153. And now today's rust-eating tip of the day, presented by Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. You're all set for a quick tire rotation until you have a rusted-on wheel. Coat those lug nuts in penetrating oil, let them sit for a few minutes, and you'll have them off in a cinch. Now give a generous spray into each mounting hole, place a 2x4 on the outer edge of the wheel, and smack the wood with a mallet. 
just enough to create some braking force and vibration. Repeat if necessary. And now a word from Free All. Stop wasting your time struggling to loosen rusted nuts and bolts. Start using Free All Deep Penetrating Oil. Free All spreads deep into rusted or frozen parts to help release tough bolts and washers. Its formula delivers three times more lubricant. That means less sprays, less torque, and less time than any other penetrating oil on the market. It's even silicone free. Professionals have trusted Free All Deep Penetrating Oil for over 40 years. Now it's your turn. Get Free All today at AutoZone, O'Reilly, and Napa. Look for the silver can. If you owe the IRS back taxes, don't worry. There's a bright side. The experts at brightsidetaxrelief.com will protect you from having your wages garnished, money deducted from your bank account, and your home or business seized. Brightsidetaxrelief.com will fight the IRS and negotiate to reduce or eliminate the amount you owe. Visit brightsidetaxrelief.com or call 800-730-4313. That's 800-730-4313. The consultation is free. Go to brightsidetaxrelief.com. Now. All right, we've got lucky caller number four, Marcus, on the line. If he answers this question, he wins a new car. Let's do this. Okay, for a new car, name the only actor to appear in... And now a message from our sponsor. With 24-7 support and quick and easy claims, Progressive protects what matters most. Progressive. Films all in the same year. Wait, sorry, I, I didn't hear the question. Three seconds, Marcus. Yeah, no, but there was an ad in the middle. He didn't answer. But I didn't hear anything. Oh, Marcus, you dropped it in the dirt. Progressive. There's never a bad time for great protection. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. You're listening to the Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. All killer and no filler. Welcome back to the General Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. I'd like to welcome a very good friend of mine, Michelle Abate, to the line, who's got some massive news, and it's just been a damn long time since we've caught up, Michelle, but uh, welcome back. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I think it's been, gosh, I don't know, maybe over a year at least, or more, I can't remember, but it's good to hear your voice again. Yeah, same to you. Hopefully everything's good with you and uh, your husband. I think last time we caught up might have been right around the time you got your new Trans Am car. I, and I'm trying to think, what was that? That was. I, it's been a while. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I, that was probably back in uh, 2018 or 2019, around then. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. But uh, we definitely have that to talk about. But I guess uh, before we jump into even talking about that, we got to talk about this weekend because you have – I don't know. You're going NASCAR racing. I mean, this is huge, and obviously on a road course, so you're kind of like uh, you're kind of a ringer. Yeah, no, this is this is so cool. Um, I've been working towards it since actually since NASCAR announced last year they were going to go to Coda for the first time. I was like, oh, what an opportunity that would be to get that done. And so I've been just grinding so hard for the last I don't even know maybe six or seven months. And to be completely honest, I, I was at my wit's end and I was kind of just reaching out to anybody I knew in the industry to, to try to make it happen. But lo and behold, a good, good partner of mine, Skosh, who's been you know on, on board with me for the last six years, um, really contributed big time to the effort. And then also one of my newest partners, Ghost uh, Energy and Ghost Lifestyle, uh, which is a supplement company, uh, actually came on board as well and, and made this happen. And I'm just kind of like... I feel like I'm dreaming. It's like pinch me. Is this really happening? Well, I mean, this is this is big, and I I, I mean, we gotta. I, I laugh because we gotta talk about you because you're one of my favorite people to have on air because you're like me, like you are a total 
blue collar racer, live and die by your partnerships. You're always hustling. You're looking for an angle. I mean, you wanted to go Trans Am racing. You guys, didn't you mortgage your house to go Trans Am racing? I mean, (laughs) when there's a will, there's a way and Michelle figures it out, you know? Yeah, no, exactly. And um, it's just, I'm just so lucky to have so much, you know, great support behind me. And from like a friend's standpoint, not a family money back, you know, background standpoint, it's, it's actually kind of the opposite. So it's just such an honor to, to show that you can actually, you know, you can follow your dreams and make it happen. It's just a lot of work, a lot of dedication and perseverance and, you know, there's struggles, but then there's times where, you know, those struggles make the good times that great. And I'm just, oh man, I'm just so excited. Well, let's talk a little bit about what you're racing because you're racing an NASCAR truck, which I think this whole thing's interesting. Obviously, you're a road course racer. You know what I mean? That that's what you you're known for. I mean, we've seen you you know jump into some UTVs and do some stuff like that. You know, I think I had you up at Dirtfish Rally School a few years ago. But I mean, you you are a road course racer. I mean, how different is this NASCAR truck than say the Trans Am car you're normally racing? Obviously, I got to think it's a bit heavier. But I mean, uh, you know, have you had any seat time behind the truck yet? Obviously, I know there's some practice sessions and things like that but what's the biggest differences in this thing you know yeah great question never driven a truck i won't drive it until practice on friday and i did get on the simulator at on point motorsports and they've got a really awesome simcraft simulator there with like you know full get up and and the the kirky seats in there and everything but from what i could tell from the simulator yeah it's a lot heavier actually i think it's about I want to see, they said like 3,400 pounds or 3,500 pounds, somewhere like that. It's got about 200 more horsepower than my Trans Am car. Um, So a little bit more horsepower, but with the weight there, I think it's going to just take a little bit more uh, just patience to get through the corners. And, you know, there's 20 of them at Coda. So um, the guys that haven't been there before, there's a lot to take on. And I'll be learning the truck while they're learning the track. And I think... There couldn't be a better opportunity to uh, to try to you know make my debut in NASCAR and, and uh, see how we go. Yeah, I think this is. Uh, I mean, this is just such a rad story, and I think especially with a truck, you know, the biggest. You know, you're talking about horsepower and weight, and like you know the track, but I mean, obviously your brake points, things like that, are going to change. So it's probably just you know kind of working through those little nuances and figuring those out because you've got preset in your head where Trans Am car you've been braking and doing things like that, right? It's probably just to just kind of reset a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually do pretty good with, like, jumping into new cars and trying to, you know, adapt pretty quickly. So, thankfully, I have that on my on my side. But, um, yeah, man, the, the the NASCAR truck is a different animal. It's it's just – it's a lot of horsepower. They're really big. I mean, I sat it in, in it the first time uh, Monday, which was just a couple days ago. And just being in the truck is just, like – I feel like I'm in like a boat. It's so big compared to my Trans Am car, which was, I wasn't expecting that at all. But I think once I get on track, that, that all that stuff kind of goes away and just focus, you know, focused forward and, um, and, you know, just kind of let the track come to you and, and get comfortable. Yeah. You had anybody you're calling that's, uh, you know, it's driven trucks, things like that. I mean, get anybody you can rely on that's got good data or some information on how you should approach this thing. Yeah, so actually the team works closely with uh, Scott Legacy, who races in, in Trans Am, who I know. And so Scott was kind of telling them what to expect from me and vice versa. And, um, yeah, I mean, I've got a lot of friends in the industry, and, and the trucks, you know, are mostly ran on circles, and they, they're they very different than the car on circle track as well. Like, the the guys get the air taken away from them, so they don't have the down, downforce and all that. But um, all in all, it's just going to be kind of an on-the-fly, learn-as-you-go type 
you know, tech situation, but it, even still, I'm so, I'm so excited to get out there. Yeah, this is, uh, this is awesome. So obviously, uh, I know, let's talk a little bit about this year. I know Lucas Oil came on board pretty big with your program this year. Uh, you know, they helped, uh, you know, kind of fund your effort in Trans Am. How's this year going so far for you? Yeah, so super, super stoked to have Lucas Oil on board. Um, pretty much, yeah, they're our title sponsor this year, and this year just got kicked off. Um, I, like last month, I think, we're already three rounds in. Uh, my performance has been really great, but on paper it doesn't look awesome. So our first time out, uh, round one, was at Sonoma, and I got a top five finish, which was good. It was uh, kind of wet conditions, which I do enjoy racing in the rain. So I'm hoping for rain in Austin uh, this weekend, so we'll see how that goes. But um, And then, unfortunately, the second round was at Laguna Seca, where I had a spindle break. So uh, that actually took me out of the race. I only completed 12 laps. And so we finished like 14th out of, I don't know, like 17 or something like that. So that kind of hurt us. And then this last weekend, I had my best qualifier. I finished, I qualified third and uh, was doing very, very well in the race, but got a little loose. I ended up spinning and I went off track. And if you've ever been to Thunder Hill, you know, it's all like dead grass out there. And, and as soon as I hit the grass, the grass actually caught on fire around me. And so I was like stuck on a berm and they had to tow me out and uh, I was down like seven laps by the time they got me back to the hot pits. I got back out and there was still like 45 minutes remaining at the race. And I ended up turning some of the most consistent laps. Um, I got through the entire field and kind of checked out from away from the leaders and everything, but I made it about a lap and a half, but I still finished like ninth out of 15, I think. So um, but unfortunately a little bit of bad luck this year so far, but we've got four more races left. So I think we've got, you know, enough, enough chances to hopefully get back up there in points and maybe chase the championship. Yeah. I know, you know, the Trans Am thing you said, uh, you know, when I first talked with you, it's a bit of a transition, but you feel like you're, you're finally, you know, a couple years in kind of really starting to hit your stride. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to be completely honest, the last two races, I have learned so much about driving the car and how to be faster um, and, and that just gives me so much more confidence going into, you know, the NASCAR truck, just the whole tube chassis V8, you know, kind of big burly cars. Um, you do have to drive them differently. As you know, I, I come from a sports car kind of racing background, production car, uh, road racing background. And, you know, the, these cars just handle so much differently. They don't really slow down that well. Um, and you've just got to be very smooth. And even though they have a lot of horsepower, they're still kind of like a momentum car. And so, absolutely, I, I have never been more confident in my car, and I think that'll help me going into the weekend, too. Yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously, going to Circuit of the Americas, you're familiar with that. Uh, you know, you know. let's say you get a pretty good result. I mean, uh, you, know, is, you know, is NASCAR, obviously, this is a road course, you know, but is this something you're looking at, like, possibly as a next step for Michelle, is making a transition to the, one of the NASCAR series, potentially? Actually, yeah, that's that's kind of where this is going. Um, I, I, if you would have talked to me two, three years ago, I probably wouldn't have expected me to answer this question in the way I'm going to. But no, I think, you know, NASCAR's adding more road courses to all of their schedules, yeah. whether it be Cup or Xfinity or, or you know, the Truck Series. And um, yeah, no, I, I love road racing. I have a little bit of circle track background. I did race in 2015. I was in the NASCAR All-American Wheeling Series at Irwindale Speedway. And um, I have a little bit of circle track experience, but I definitely would have a lot to learn in that circumstance. But I'm hoping that if I do well this weekend, maybe I'll, you know, turn some heads and, 
and get some more opportunities to to expand my you know experience and discipline in into circle track because you know it's it's growing and it's just another avenue for me to kind of further my driving career and and NASCAR I mean there's nothing really bigger than that right now so I I would love to. Yeah, well, you know, and honestly, like you'd mentioned, NASCAR really is expanding the road course. And I think this is something that fans have wanted and, and, and things like that. And, um, you know, it definitely a good showing here it gives you opportunity, you know, not only, you know, to, to run some of the oval stuff, but, you know, just looking top to bottom across all the divisions, you know, everybody's got road courses. You know, you've seen a lot of drivers, you know, who are successful in road racing, you know, get opportunities, you know, two, three, four times a year in the various NASCAR series just to come in as, uh, you know, as a road course specialist and, and try and, you know, get some top tens and things like that. So, you know, there's, there's definitely, this has got me pretty excited for you, Michelle. You know, this, uh, this is a big weekend, not to put any pressure on you, but you got to be pretty, pretty damn excited to be going to Circuit of the Americas. Yeah, no, I, I'm still kind of beyond myself about it all. And, and I just, I'm glad I have the experience of racing with, you know, 40 car fields with Trans Am. I mean, that's something I don't have to worry about. I don't have to worry about, you know, banging doors or drafting or any of that stuff. I've done it all. So it's just kind of like this perfect storm of, of just bringing it all together on one of the biggest stages of racing in, in America. And I think that, um, you know, I've got everything going for me that, that could be going for me. So if, if it could just rain, that would be even better because I, I love the rain. I capitalize in the rain and it's such a good equalizer. So we'll see, you know, I, no one can control the weather and no one can predict it, but hopefully if I could be out there in the rain, I, I would be in my place for sure. Yeah, you're you're like literally the only driver going out there going. I hope it rains. I hope it rains because all of a sudden it starts raining. Michelle, you're you're doing like you're, you're so throwing high fives and getting pumped in the car, just knowing like the, the rain. If it, if there was ever an equalizer, man, that puts you literally a step above everybody else, right? Yeah, it's. I don't know why. I've never. I never knew I'd like you know enjoy racing in the rain. The first time I raced in the rain. I, I was like, I was on track and I, I'll never forget. I was only like 17 and it was just like a time attack event. It was at Sonoma. I had never been there. And, uh, you know, I'm out there and I'm like, man, this sucks. Like I'm just going so slow everywhere, you know, and I'm just feeling like a, a snail out there and it having it be ti- a time attack event, you know, I came in and my name was at the top of the chart and I'm like, there's no way. I was like, there's no way that I'm the fastest person out there. And everybody's like, how are you going so fast? And I'm like, I wasn't, I was going slow. Like I don't, I don't know. I just went slow everywhere, you know, and, and ever since, um, ever since that event, every time it's rained, I've always done well. I got my very first Trans Am podium in the rain. Um, that was last year and I was on slicks and the guys in front of me, they actually came in, they changed their tires, put rain tires on and, and they ended up coming from the back and just kind of picked, they both picked me off. But I mean, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's just a little bit more of a mental game, I think, when you race in the rain, and you have to have a lot of patience, and it's it's hard, but uh, I've always done really well in the rain, so it's it's just one of those things that I kind of keep in my back pocket, and then when people started talking about the weather for this weekend, I was like, are you serious? I was like, that would be amazing, so <laughs> we'll see. Well, I will definitely be hoping for rain for you. Before we wrap up, obviously, uh, Circuit of the Americas uh, this weekend, you're going to be running a NASCAR truck. You know, After this weekend, what's next for you, Michelle? After this weekend, I got about two weekends off, and then we will head straight back into the Trans Am Series, which the series will be making, I believe, its debut at the Ridge uh, up in Washington. So we'll be up in Shelton, Washington, for our 100-mile race up there. 
And then, um, yeah, man, it's, it, I don't have very much of a break. We, we, the Trans Am series is pretty condensed. But, um, but yeah, I'm just going for that championship. I, I'm in a hard position right now, but it's not over. You know what I mean? Anything can happen, and that's what I love about racing is it's not predictable. Yeah, definitely not predictable. Well, here's hoping for a little rain this weekend and a whole lot of success, Michelle. I will definitely be tuned into uh, the race, and I'm hoping we just get to have you back next week because you did something really awesome in the race, and uh, we just uh, make it back-to-back. I hope so. I appreciate it, Jim. I appreciate you having me on and, and look forward to talking to you again soon. And we'll be back after this on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. 800-410-4771. That's 800-410-4771. I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I I never wanted to start using. I I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. And we are here to close things out. What a show today on the Gentle Tire Down and Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Racer. Big, massive thanks to Ed Carpenter, Michelle Abate, and Maddie Wedeking on the show. 
Uh, our guests, uh, thanks to everybody behind the scenes that makes things uh, click. I, I got to give a shout out to my team. A lot of you guys uh, don't hear about them much, but I got uh, Brittany Cardone, uh, Matt Kalish, and Chris Leone who uh, continue to just slay it for JB15. So thanks to them. Thanks to all of our uh, guests this week, uh, all of our amazing partners General Tire, Polaris Razor, Vision Wheel, Rigid Industries, Dirtfish Optimus, iRacing, uh, our good friends at Fistful of Bourbon. Yes, go and get your drink on. Uh, GSPX TV Axles. We got some amazing partners in the show. Couldn't would do it without any of them. Um, you know, thanks to all of you listeners who uh, kept us in business for ten years. You know, this little show that uh, nobody thought would work and get past episode number two, ten years strong. We are right here, and uh, couldn't do it without you listeners. That's for damn sure. But uh, yes, IndyCar. You know, we got qualifying this weekend. Got Monaco Grand Prix going on. I'm gonna be tuned into that. Uh, we got a lot of stuff happening in the world of motorsports. I am at Jim Beaver 15 on social media. Give me a follow. Uh, if you're looking for that coupon code at Dirtfish, it is Jim Beaver 15. That'll get you 15% off at Dirtfish Rally School. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else we got this week. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm floundering here. I am floundering. But uh, big thanks to uh, all of our guests again, and a uh, big shout-out to all the winners this past weekend at the Baja Nevada. We'll see you next time right here on the General Tire Down to Dirty Radio Show, powered by Polaris Razor. Have a great week and an even better weekend. <laughs>